0: Welcome back to Arts Respond on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. I'm your host, Lucy Gelman, and today I am really excited to be here with a beautiful constellation of people, and we are talking about something that could not be more important. We're talking about World AIDS Day and specifically um, a multimedia, I would say arts-heavy, arts arts-focused arts um, celebration, recognition of World AIDS Day that is taking place on December 2nd. So you may think, okay, but World AIDS Day is December 1st, and that's correct. But December 2nd, which is a Saturday, it's 6 p.m. at 266 Shelton Avenue, which is St. Mary's UFWB Church. Yes, correct. So we are going to get right into it. So Andrea Daniel Singleton, you are the, I, I would say the Renaissance woman who brought this to me. So kick us off, kick us off. Tell us a little bit about what's in store.
1: So um, what's in store on December 2nd is a celebration. We want to come together. We want to live and love and encourage one another. We want to just love and uplift and let each other know that we're here for one another. And we all are important and we all matter and HIV is not a death sentence, but you can live and you
0: can live well. That's right. And I would love for the beautiful folks who are on the Zoom to introduce themselves and how they came to work around awareness, prevention, and then also the arts, because we're talking about, um, you know, arts and, and also I know faith for several of the folks on this call is very important. And both of those can be portals into understanding and talking about um, HIV, as Andrea, as you said, is no longer a death sentence. So um, I'm gonna kick it off with Nadine Ruff, who I'm, I'm trying to not have a fangirl moment, by the way. <laughs> um, but who has-
2: She's has, my fan too.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, you, yourself, please don't pick me first. At least on, on Zoom. <laughs> Um, is oh and I, the beauty of community radio is I see we have someone else joining us. Hello.
3: Oh yes, hi, it's Colin Haywood.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We just got kicked Thank off, you. so we're so happy you're here. Um, so Nadine, you. you said don't start with you.
4: No, go ahead. I'm, you already started, so I might as well go. Go ahead. Um, yes. so I'm I'm a intensive medical case manager at AIDS Project. I mean APH, a place to nurture health. Um, and how I got involved is that I've been living with HIVs for over 38 years. So I was a client first. And um I'm also a um licensed master social worker. So I'm doing cli- clinician work now. Um I'm also a, a founder of a transgender support group called Divinely You. Um, and I got involved because, you know, I, I watched us pass away with this disease. And, um, so I wanted to help, you know, and, um, not only did I want to be a client, I want to find a ways to help. So I figured going to school and, um, getting to where I can get degrees so where I can be a part of the helping process. So, um, I did that. And so now I I work at APNH and I've gotten several awards for helping people in the community with HIV and AIDS. Um, so and somehow or another, I like to end the the epidemic of HIV and AIDS in the neighborhoods of our um, brown and black people. So that's what I'm here for. Hey.
0: Who would like to take it? So this is meant to be an organic conversation. So I'm just going to say, you know, jump in, folks.
5: Hi, I'm Sean Hardy. I am at Silda Cooper, downtown New Haven, with my some of my favorite people. I'm jumping in only as always the master of ceremony for my cousin, Andre Daniel Singleton events. So this is another event that she's having. And for some reason, she thought enough of me, um, and Lucy, it's good to see you, she thought enough of me to ask me to be an MC, Master of Ceremony, so I'm only here as the Master of Ceremony, or narrator, narrator for another fabulous event that my one of my favorite relatives is hosting, so that is my partake for tonight's event, because I'm going to be zooming out very, very surely, to go back to my oxtails, praise the Lord,
0: and oh, so because... Crazy.
5: Not her. on, not can on you, tonight. Can you break that for take
1: on
0: tonight? <laughs> not, and of I'll course
5: everybody. And I appreciate the cause and I salute the cause. And because of her, she's always having wonderful um monologues or wonderful life changing <laughs> situations. She always thinks enough of me to be as master of ceremony. So I promise. I had a Zoom problem, but I promised that I would Zoom in, and so I'm hoping that everybody would support her as they have done over the course of the years, because she has such fabulous ideas, uh, intellectually, musically, spiritually, and naturally. I don't know if my intellect is where her intellect is, but nevertheless, I appreciate her. For always thinking enough of little old me to be a participant in all her gatherings. And so, you know, our family is a little bit private and a little bit bougie. Mm. And so um, that's how it is. And so I'm only up here tonight uh, to salute her for a job well done. And it's good to see all of you. I know all of you are and I love all of you and your respected places. And so Hardy is zooming out. But I just wanted to say, Andrea, great job. Lucy, we worked together for several years with the Board of Education, a lot of my projects at the school. And so I'm just glad to be a part. And Andrea, I do these things because of her. And Thank I do you. her work
0: in the community. It's and because gonna, of you. And you're gonna bring some of that. right? Tonight. On December <laughs> 2nd, you'll bring it, okay. <laughs> December 2nd is, is what that. it
5: is, New Haven, Connecticut. Please come out and support Andrea, Cousin Andrea Daniel Singleton's work. Um, all I can say to you is, Andrea, it's a fabulous um, pr- project that you're putting together. I love you dearly, and the best is yet to come.
1: <laughs> Thank you for Thank considering
5: you.
1: me. <laughs> right, I'm zooming so out. Much? My
5: oxtails are calling me right now. We're great. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> all right. It's good to see all of you. All right, all right, all right. Ciao, ciao. Okay,
0: bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Ste- bye, bye, Steph- bye, bye. bye, bye. Stefan Jenkins, let's hop to you. Oh God. Oh, I have to follow that.
6: <laughs> that is my cousin Sean Hardy. I am Stefan Jenkins. I am another, uh, family, uh, relative of Andrea, cousin. Um, and I am always, um, I don't. I'm very careful and and uh strategic and who I connect with, especially, um, you know, doing things for the community and making sure they're reputable and, you know, just done with integrity and taste and so on and so forth. And uh, my cousin, Andrea, and not just because she's family, always um, does an amazing job at bringing hard, um i don't i I, there's a better word than hard but that was the first word that came to my mind but issues and and uh situations that aren't talked about on the you know in the norm especially in the church community um they should be having these conversations and should be having you know, shows like, or not shows, I'm not gonna say shows, but celebrations such as this, bringing awareness and bringing light to the community um, abroad. She always does an amazing job, um, you know, bringing it and collaborating it with the arts. I also work closely with her, um, for her, with her monologues and also, uh, you know, I believe I met you Lucy the last time on our video chat for the monologue and, I got involved because she pulled me back in. But not only that, I work in, I work with behavioral health. I work for a behavioral health organization. And, um, you know, when receiving the phone calls and hearing the stories and having to, you know, be able to assist and assess, um, you know, the clients that we get, you know, I hear it, you know, I hear it abroad. Not only that, my mom um, was HIV for many, many, I think about maybe 12 years before she even said anything to anyone and she's no longer with us um not due to you know the um hiv um but domestic abuse so that's all another you know um tree but when we found out you know we didn't know she was you know going through this and having to live through this and what you know so on and so forth for so many years so I, you know, I'm, I'm pleased that Andrea asked me to be a part. Um, I'm sure she'll have me running around, helping her out on December 2nd, whatever <laughs> she needs to do, I'm always there. Um, but it's always a pleasure. And for those listening, please make sure you come out, bring a friend, pull them on in December 2nd. We're going to be at St. Mary's, uh, Unison Free Will Baptist Church at 266 Shelton Avenue in New Haven at 6 p.m. sharp. Please come out and be informed, be educated, uh, be encouraged to know, again, as Andrea said, it is not a death sentence. So come mm-hmm. out and celebrate.
0: And mm-hmm. I I want to talk about, so um, Mr. Shah, I, I would love yeah. for you to introduce yourself, but Then I also do want to talk about something, Andrea, that you lifted up at the beginning of this that is so important, um, which is one, HIV is not a death sentence. And two, it is so vitally important that people know their status. Absolutely. Um, And I'm
1: so happy. We're going to have HIV testing on that night as well. Correct. So we are fully equipped. We're going to have literature. We're going to have HIV testing. We're gonna have case managers in the building so you know where they are and what agency or um, medical center or hospital that they are located. We have a physician, Dr. O, he's going to speak. We have a HIV positive powerhouse. Gloria Sensor, she's coming. She's out of Brooklyn, New York. She's going to address the community. We, my vision and my mission is to say, Wake up, everybody!
2: Mm. Mm. Very, 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 very interesting. Very interesting. And that song
1: I, will be sung, Wake Up, Everybody. everybody.
2: Well, yes. you know, I, you know, Andrea, I'm glad you um convinced me to get involved because you know, Andrea's been trying to get me involved for a long time, she's yes. <laughs> But you know, I you know, I'm just busy. You know, I'm busy, <laughs> I'm busy. You know, and you know, um, but you know, this you know, this 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 work is my is, um. From the outside looking in, people might look at it as my day job, but it's not a job. It's really, you know, a calling. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I remember, um, and I, and I've and I've just seen through the years I've been, you know, involved working with people who live with um, AIDS and HIV. Uh, when I first started working uh, doing this work um, with Elsie uh, Cofield, um, I was working with Bell's Funeral Home setting up, uh, um, you know, funerals for people. I mean, that was the very first work that we did because, you know, there were families that abandoned um, uh, their children. Um, I mean, there was some real stuff going on here. I mean, people Mm -hmm. did not want to, uh, and Mrs. Cofield was there. Mm -hmm. Aids faith was there. Um, uh, There were several other uh, case managers that were there, Beverly Dykes, there were others. Azim Rahman. Uh, there were others. Uh, there were other uh, case managers that were there that were really, you know, boots on the ground mm-hmm. with regard to uh, meeting the community um, that were that were living with this disease right where they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just really incredible. Um, the group that we had, and just to see people grow, um, to go from. You know, uh, preparing people for the end of life, to watching people have children, to watching people uh, go to school, and you know, build careers—it's so refreshing. Yes. Um, and sometimes I I get emotional because it it um, it's not uh, something that you know you just come. It's, it's not a mechanical job. It's not something that you just come, you know, to work and just do. These are real people and real lives that you've uh, uh, seen grow and help grow. And uh, so it means a lot to me. Uh, and it means more than money. It means more than position and title. It means more than anything that I've ever done. And people ask me why I've done it so long. Um. Uh, but it it's really been a rewarding thing for me to uh, be in the position to help. Uh, and and guide. Uh, our people. Um. Uh, I work at the Cornell Scott Hill Health Center, where I've learned uh, so much about um, HIV and the disease. Working alongside uh, of the medical providers. Um, it, um, I can't say how rewarding, um, it's been for me and the information that I've been able to share with the patients, uh, um, that we serve in the community. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm coming to this event because, you know, I'm down with the program. Just, I'm just letting y'all know. That's just how it is. And if I wasn't invited, I wouldn't have said nothing, but I would have felt a certain kind of way.
3: <laughs>
2: I, like the, I wouldn't um... have said nothing, but I would've been like, "Yo, what's up with that?" Why are you Because why are you... because I want to because I want because I want to be a part and I want to I want to let people know that uh folks like us haven't gone anywhere. We you know, and if we do decide to go some other places, we're training up people, real good people to come behind us. You know, we know that uh, uh, we still have a lot of work to do, but we've come a long, long way. Mm-hmm. And we have to tell the story correctly, particularly in New Haven, because New Haven suffered very, very greatly, mm-hmm. greatly in this uh, 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 in this area. And there's a story to tell, but then there's also, um, uh, uh, some some real good success stories out there um, that also need to be told and also need to be celebrated and also need to be uplifted uh, uh, in many ways. And, and, and that's a real thing that we really need to talk about. That's what World AIDS Day needs to be about too. Not only just memorializing individuals who have left because we love them, yes, but we want to also talk about the progressions of those who had to suffer and survive mm-hmm. and make it mm. you right. know um uh uh you know paying rent you know going to school you know those everyday things you know and in many cases having to have that secret mm. right <laughs> like for 12 years
4: mm-hmm. i i know for me first i think the um incredible First of all, I'd like to thank you, um, yourself in, in in front of this audience, because you've had a part of playing in my life to get into this, the place that I am. If it had not been for Elsie Cofield, being one of the first transgender women in the New Haven area, accepting me, I don't know if I would be here still today, you know? Because not only did it, was I a, a, a Black woman with a trans experience, but I also was living with HIV. And, um, and that was not pretty much welcoming in churches, you know. Right. So, so being able to stand here today and to and to be, I should say, a success story when it comes to HIV and AIDS, but um, but I also have a, I would, what would I say, I have a feeling of like, um, why why me, when I watch so many other people pass away and um so i have some of that guilt like why am i still here you know what i'm saying but i find i realized why i'm here because I, it, it helped me to do the work it had positioned me to do the work that i'm doing today and um so it helps me to try to get, like I, like I said, I'm an intensive medical case manager at APNH. And I can talk to those clients because I, I am one of those clients and mm-hmm. to get them to be, look, come on, we're not dying today. We have tools, you know. And so it helps me to, like Yusuf was saying, meet them where they at. I am where they at, you know what I'm saying? So it's easier for me to reach out to them and say, look, we can, we can do, how can I help you? What do I need to do? You know, and so. I I appreciate it. and I, and I thank you for having me come up um come aboard on this because like there are some true, there is some life sto- true stories and success stories in in this process of living with HIV today I, they, when they say people living with HIV no some of us allow HIV to live with us today is not oh, that's living a with good one <laughs> It's living with I'm asking it to live with me you know and um and so that way I don't have to have it take over my life you know right. i'm not just a person that's living with hiv i'm also a, a parent i'm a um was a student i'm a counselor i'm all of that you know and my fight is like I, I mentioned earlier how to get this in our communities like how do we get the resources in our communities so we can end because we're never in the epidemic of hiv and aids if we're not reaching the people of color in the right. That that's they right are, that's you know? right so that's my fight you know my fight is like okay I get that we you're you're placed right in our in our community. Can we get the resources that other people are getting? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that's how it said, um, that's not people of color who have all the success and have all the resources and have all that. When and I was just at a meeting the other day when it says we don't quite understand why the areas of 06511 still popping up with, with HIV. New guys. <laughs> This. Really? I have to explain to him because you're not reaching. You're not giving the resources. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. How, how, can, they, how can they have the, why they don't have the resources that you, you guys have? Somebody needs to knock them. I said, some of us need to become a Jehovah's Witness and knock at some doors. And that's, you know, if, so, if, that's who if, I'm, if,
1: going if, if, I'm going if, for. I'm going for that 06511. I'm mm-hmm. going for that 06515.
2: It, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, you know, it's incredible. You know, it, it, <laughs> it's, it, you know, <laughs> They, you know, they cut the prevention dollars, mm-hmm. right? You know, so you don't, you, you don't have, you know, the the manpower to go out there and get the message out there when you need to get it out there. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why, you know, the numbers go up. Yeah. Okay, you know, this is, you know, it's, you know, what I, from what I've learned, you know, it's, you know, they can count this. This this stuff is countable. They can they can count this the, the, the data shows that when there's prevention dollars in the right places, you know, there is a deep. You
4: know, but what gets me the most is like it's not just the areas of um 06511 or 06506 or whatever, it's all over the world. And it's yeah. not just it's all areas just like the 106511. You know what I'm saying? It's all like those areas. Now, when you put these organizations right in the right in the middle of these areas, why are these people getting reached? But we're still every every year talking about ending the epidemics of HIV and AIDS. But you're not coming into those neighborhoods where they for them. So like I'm one of those spokespersons, a person that's HIV is living with. Like, how do you help my people? I'm tired of seeing my people, my black and brown people. Getting you know still popping up with 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 um newly diagnosed people with HIV. There should be no newly diagnosed if we got all these new tools. Um, what is this? Um, U equals U. If you um undetectable, you are untransmittable. You know, but I what I've come to realize so in in our neighborhoods and is that the stigma is so 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 deep that people don't want to maybe test or maybe want to talk about oh, exactly you know and why so, are you testing you know, you know you
2: must have it you know what yeah. i mean why you, know are you that, over there you by the so, you know, gets, we
4: gotta it, get past that stigma so that way right. we can reach our brothers and sisters because like this is what HIV and AIDS look like. And I might say I might say to myself I'm a very beautiful HIV and AIDS looking candidate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so but I, um,
0: Oh, sorry, but, go ahead.
4: Um, you had something
0: to say? No, no, please go ahead. I'm so sorry I cut but you
4: off. I want people to realize, like, we're not dying today, you know, and you can be healthy as long as you take your, find out, first of all, find out if you're, if you're, um if you're positive. And that, and what, because what I've learned was, at first I thought it was, and most people probably thought, like I did, but at first I thought it was a curse. I thought it was a curse because, oh, I'm a, I'm a woman with a trans experience, or it could be somebody, a man having sex with men or whatever, or the LGBT community. At first, I thought it was a curse, but I realized that it wasn't a curse. It was a better way to show me how to take care of me. And I think if that message get out, then people start to, okay, you know, you don't have to die. We're not dying today. I will have watched many of my counterparts pass away, but today we're not dying. We're living. Mm, that's right.
0: hmm so I also wanted to ask, and and this is for the group, and Andrea, you can hop in if you want. You know, I think there is a deep connection between defeating stigma and celebrating this day and, and also holding space for the people who we've lost over decades and decades, because the conversations that we were having in the 1970s and 1980s and in New Haven into the 90s, New Haven was, I believe, the capital of Connecticut for the HIV and AIDS epidemic at one time, um, from like the late eighties into the early nineties, correct. And, um, and it's a very different conversation today. And thank goodness, right? Yes. Um, yes. And yet, I think, Miss Ref, you're absolutely right that there is still so much stigma mm-hmm. among folks, um, and and shame as well. Yeah. Sure. Um, and and those two are horrible bedfellows because they feed off of each other,
4: and it's and it it's toxic. It it's also it also helps the virus. You know what I'm saying? Because because you're so worried about how somebody might see you, what people because mm-hmm. we're That's still right. stuck on that like oh, if you come to my house, you gotta use a paper plate. We gotta bleach everything. People are still stuck in that that that, that mind frame. You know, in that process because. Because of what the message that was put out there. And now they're not getting a new message that, okay, yep. there's twos. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you don't catch it from looking at a person. You don't catch it from That's the caller. Right. You can you won't catch it from the doorknob. You know what or I'm saying? Or toilet the, seat. Or toilet seat. So right.
5: <laughs> I think
4: right. It, has in, it has not been embedded into our people of color because we're still traumatized about And with the stigma, you know, I think,
2: I I, I, I think it's, I think it's because I I think it's because a lot of us have just wanted to just, just turn our backs to it. (laughs) Like it didn't exist Mm. and wish it away.
0: Mm.
2: Or, or pray it away, or pray gonna- it away,
0: <laughs> pray it away.
5: Yeah,
2: and oh, yeah. and yeah. that was not going to happen because you know, I mean, God even showed us that that wasn't going to happen. People just left, you know. People were dying. Yeah, and and I mean, and and I mean, this is not just you know a church thing. This is this is a mosque thing too. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't think that you know we haven't lost Muslim brothers and sisters. Uh, uh from HIV and AIDS mm. because we have so I mean it, you know we 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 it, we have to really face you know the fact that we really didn't do a good job at communicating everything the right mm-hmm. way
5: mm-hmm.
2: the way we really should have and I will say and I I, I know I'm I'm not trying to be biased towards Mrs. Kofield, but she tried. Yes, she did. She really tried to make sure that the message got out there the right way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, 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 and,
4: but, but I understand, I I understand, they needed more people than just Mrs. Cofield. We I need know, exactly. exactly. That's
0: great. Right. You can't be a one woman revolution. And, and, you can't and, do it all yourself. So. That's, that's what
2: happened. I, and I think, and I think the collab, I, for some reason, the collaboration just didn't happen. I don't know. I think it was too much too much competition, you know. Instead of, you know, people just saying, hey, look, just let's just do it. Let's just do it together. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, you know, together. if I have this agency and you have to, you know, it was just too much of that, that, that kind of infighting. And, you know, it just got it everything just got diffuse. Mm. And 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 um it's it's just really a shame. Um, but but I know that there's a lot of people in the community that don't understand you equals you. Because when they come in and get in, you know, for the rapid testing, and when they come in for STD testing in the ID department, they're asking a lot of questions Mm
4: -hmm. based
2: on what they hear in the community. And if you gave them a quiz, they would be, it would be all wrong.
5: (laughs) Failed.
2: It I, would be I, all wrong. And not and I mean not I mean not to be funny or anything, but we give them, but we give them we give them the information. And that's why forums like this is so 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 important. Because what you hear, you know, in the street, in the bathroom, in the corner, is not gonna save you. Mm-hmm. It's not. You just have to be you 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 have to get accurate information out in the community because if you know anything like I know the worst thing that can get out in the community is something that ain't true because that's the (laughs) because it spreads like wildfire
1: (laughs) one of the reasons I chose to make it different than what I experienced with World AIDS Day is I found that many times I became sad because of the way, you know, they, no disrespect to the people that have gone on. right? But it was, it it made me really sad because it was so, you had to look at so many names going up the screen and, you know, uh, so many different tributes. And I was just like, my God. And it, it made me really sad. So this time I wanted to celebrate the survival, the hard work of individuals. And I didn't want to single anybody out because we all are affected by it. So if I bring it in as a celebration and celebrating everybody that's affected by it, I'm not singling anybody out, any one community out. So the, the message will be received by everyone. What you take to you is what you need. What you don't, you throw out.
0: But, well, but I didn't
1: want to single anybody
0: out. So uh-huh. I I want to talk about how we're making this into a celebration and what folks can look forward to on December 2nd at 6 p.m. And I also want to bring in our guest who's on the phone. Thank you for waiting so patiently. Oh, Colin. are you <laughs> still there? Oh. Maybe not. Well you, well, you. well,
2: you you can see. You, I'm, I'm see here. Us. I'm here.
0: Oh, you're I'll here! Be Beautiful. You. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, thank, thank you for thank waiting you. so patiently. Uh, um, so one of the one of the things I want to make sure that we talk about, so folks who are listening know, is how this is going to be a celebration, a celebration that is also an education, right? Yes, so I, I yes. think that people have yes. uplifted that, and that is vitally important. So, Colin, handing the floor over to you for a moment.
3: Well, I think music plays a major role. It's with, with uplifting, and I mean, it, of course, you have a very a myriad of different types of music that could either bring you down or uplift you. And I think to uh, all of the things that um, communities have gone through, and uh, with this. Music has really can can really uplift you to get you through these these valleys and, and points in your life, and I think this is a night of to to celebrate uh, musically a, a music of hope, of, uh, of of joy, and excitement that uh, we're still here, and uh, we have life to live. I mean, years ago I came through the '70s and I heard you all talking earlier, and it was the church was uh not as not involved with getting educating the people and I think the media really brought an awareness of of fear like I think someone heard someone saying you can they told don't shake hands with people, don't do this that and the other thing and I think that because of that the stigma has uh you know was was, was, was born that uh you can't do uh, or involve yourself with. I have been my friends that passed from that, but they weren't as uh, Andrea said, to celebrate, not the, the they've gone, but to celebrate those that are here, and not only that, to celebrate those that are gone and the families that have been involved with all of this, with their with their families that are even dealing and living with HIV now. And uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a night of hope and celebration. We celebrate other things. We need to celebrate. Uh, 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 this as well musically, uh, the, the, the great information that will be given uh, to to the people that have come, and I think to show love to to everyone in terms of uh, it's not a, like they said not a death sentence, but it's it's a it's a part of our lives that we're all uh, involved with. There's no one no one is not, We're all involved in this uh, to to to, um, to make people's lives better. I think and, uh, if you don't have, it, have you with it, you know someone to have so, you know, or is living with it. And so it's a point of, I think, to, to, to show love and reach out to everyone and, and come to get information that, that you can probably send a drink to one of your family uh, or a friend uh, and just to celebrate people that are there uh, for the work and, and, uh, that they're doing, if you're working in the community, uh, or, or just to celebrate uh celebration of life, and if not a celebration, most times we have a celebration of life, someone is dead, the funeral, you know, and, but this is a time to rejoice and celebrate the fact that, that people are here, and uh, the, the love for each other in the community, it is, and I'll say this, and I'm going to be quiet, the church has, and I can't we can go back to that because I'm really involved in that, too, um, has there's a scripture that the people perish for lack of knowledge. And I think, as someone said, pray in it a way. It's more than praying in a way. There's to be resources, as you said, and talk about it. Now, it's not a taboo subject. You know, it's a subject that we all, it's, it's real. And um, not, okay, I want to pray for you. That's great. But we need to have information that's readily available to give to people and, and not make people feel that they are, um uh, shouldn't be allowed to be able to talk about or feel ashamed about something but loved on them anyway and give them information that can help them to the next place absolutely and
4: I also think that um, you should celebrate the church that's allowing us to do that you know what I'm saying that way we get out the churches okay it's okay to do it's okay to accept right. you know what I'm saying because it's mm-hmm. not like I think the churches are one of the key components that are, uh, exactly. can get information out to, to other people. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so if, we, if they can open their doors to to accept, because like, you, I'm sure there's people that go to church and have HIV, but won't tell their pastor. Sure. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. And so like, I think it needs to be where you can talk about this and not be afraid, not be afraid that because you're talking, you might catch it or, you know, making a person feel... The main thing about HIV and AIDS I can remember coming through is about that rejection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yep. mm-hmm. rejected. And, mm-hmm. and people are still feeling that same thing. If I mm-hmm. tell you, will I get rejected? Exactly. You know, so, right. and I think people that go to church are, are probably still feeling that same thing. If I tell anybody in, in the church, if I tell my past, it might spread like wildfire and then they might segregate me from The open fellowship you know what i'm saying so but i think i think you should also celebrate that church that's doing this because they're taking they they're they're being open enough to be willing to take this celebration in and allow people to know other community churches to know that um this is our community so like if i'm willing to do it why not the next community? Why not the next church? Because that be that be one instrument to help us get um, lower the, the rates of HIV and AIDS.
1: Yeah, well, uh, right. just to give kudos to my church, um, this is the first celebration that I actually uh, did in the church. Actually, this is my first celebration, period. But mm-hmm. I had info sessions at my church.
2: Right, I remember in the you. past. Yeah, you were talking my about my aunt,
1: that. my aunt who is one hundred years old. At the time, mm-hmm. she was probably in her nineties. In the pastor, yes. So I had to go have a conversation with her, and I and thank God she's open minded. One thing she didn't allow me to do was pass out condoms because I guess I was pushing it, but she allowed <laughs> me. To have conversation, bring people in to talk about it, the facts, the myths, we did all of that because we did have people in our church that were positive and she knew, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she knew so I I really appreciate her. And it's very, very, very rare. It should not be, Mm -hmm. but it's very rare that churches will open their doors for such a event like this and i think this is only my personal opinion that it exposes more than they want to be exposed
4: yeah but we cannot keep hiding behind i agree was, you know I what, agree. Was, you know because of, that's what I this this saying that to so fellowship that I belong, we are sick of, as i seek our secrets now if we keep the secret of hiv and aids our community is gonna to continue to die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's not enough information reaching to our community. So a lot of people of color, they like going to church. They like getting up on Sunday, putting their Sunday best on, you know, and, and praising praising the Lord and all that. But the Lord even wants us to, to reach out to these people because Jesus did it, you know what I'm saying?
1: I think one of the biggest issues is you can't preach against something that you're participating in. Mm. And they find out. So if you are participating in something that you're preaching against, I'm pretty much not going to bring it to my church. If I'm the leader, I'm, I'm going to try to probably keep it out.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I know for a fact that has been the issue in some churches. But we're talking about some years ago, so hopefully things are turning
2: around. Well, you know, my my thing is we we should all approach this, you know, from the angle of health and wellness.
4: Yeah,
2: see, and that that eliminates all of these lines of you know what you believe and what you don't believe, because either you know, because you know, health and wellness is good for everybody, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, I okay. think and, 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 and we can and we can and we can work on and, and and then you know because some people are hardlined. I mean, you know how some of these you know how some of these and we can work on that and we can work on you know some of the other stuff. But see if we go if we go at it from a health and wellness standpoint, see. I I, I want to be in the house because I want to let people know, yes, there are still case managers here. Yes, if you if you need concrete case management, you can come. You know, there, there's still people at the Hill Health Center. There's still medical case managers at the Hill Health Center. You can still get uh, testing. All that, All of the services for infectious diseases are still there. There's still places that you can come. You can still get education. You can get the right information. That's why I want to be there because I want to make sure that that people get the right information. And I know other people are going to be there tooting the same horn. But these are the types of forums that we need to 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 come to and really toot our horns and say, hey, look, this is where we are. Spread the word. These are my, these are my business cards or this is my phone number. You know, if, you know, if you need anything, come. No, I don't have any condoms today, but this is where you can come and get them you know no i don't have this but you know come and get it here um this is how we help one another yeah you know um you know i may not be able, you know look uh, you know can i come and talk to you i have appointment cards i'll give you an appointment right there see that's how i roll mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know that's how i roll i, I- I'll give him my personal phone number. Here,
4: call me. Well, I, well, I, I, well, I do because, because I used to do that, but I learned. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm new at this, so I'm giving him a person. You know, not only that, because I'm an intensive medical case manager, I need to be able. They need to be able to reach somebody. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Especially I learn. I, 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 I learned from you.
0: <laughs> I love that. I'm, I learned from me? I, I, yeah. I mean, I do think you're right, and, and shout out to St. Mary's. Um, for for holding the space and and for having the space. Absolutely. Um, but I also think you're right, right in that um, so my my mother-in-law and I talk about this a lot. She is um, a very, she's very devoted to her church and uh, and has gotten into some disagreements with some other folks at her church because her view has always been that Jesus taught you to love your your brothers and your sisters and your siblings. Uh, no matter who they are and no matter how they show up in their skin. And uh, which shouldn't be controversial, but I, I guess we're living in a period where somehow that's controversial, right? Um, but, but he was a radical, right? He loved you if you were poor. He loved you if you were sick. He loved you if you were a sex worker. Like he did not right. care. We did not um, and, that. Yeah, that's well, right. And and so shout out to to the fact that Saint Mary's is holding this space. Um, I do I do want to recognize that. So how are each of you bringing that spirit of celebration in on December second? I'm
2: sorry. How are you bringing in the spirit of celebration?
0: No,
1: I I heard that, but my phone. Can you guys hear my phone in the background? That's going crazy. No. I
2: cannot.
1: Okay. Good. 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 Okay. <laughs> i'm looking like oh lord um so that night we have a dance troupe we have a dance troupe i can't wait this is gonna oh, be so nice we have a dance troupe we have three singers that will end the night in the medley and it's the met. I don't want to give away the songs, but the songs are so uplifting, and it's going to be so good because everybody know these songs, and it's just going to, uh, it's just gonna, it's gonna mess you up, especially the old schoolers like the Teddy Pendergrass is coming through. I
2: mean, uh, okay, <laughs> that's gonna be good.
1: Okay, so it's just about loving one another. I just want to hug some people. You sometimes, a person haven't received a hug in years.
2: I know, I know, I know. I just want to say
1: I see you. I just want to say I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. That's all I want to do because you don't know where life is going to take you. So please do not ever believe that you're better than Mm -hmm. or this can't happen to you. Do not ever believe that. That's
4: right. And then
1: then the grace and mercy you would want to receive. Mm -hmm. That's right.
4: And what I've learned, what I've learned from us, from people of color, that a lot of us live in our trauma. You know what I'm saying? And we don't know how to love in that trauma. So, like, we're standoffish and, you know, and, 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 and not open to, like, receiving hugs because we don't know how you know mm. a lot of us don't know how because like we're we're living from trauma from trauma to trauma and we live at it as if we as if as it's natural you know and so as a therapist i want to teach people how to love how to love from within your trauma you know that way because sometimes that could be a little bit of healing but i i, I there's so much i want to do for our our community and i know like elsie Colfield, i can't do it alone right I need all of us to like you know what i'm saying i need all of us yeah i'm i want to be in that march but i i don't want to march alone i want my brothers and sisters to march with me you uh... know just let
2: look, look nadine you're doing you you're doing the right thing you're doing the right thing you don't have to li- listen you're, if mrs cofield was here today she'd be she'd be break dancing on chapel street you know that, yeah. He'd be very, very proud of you, and yeah. we all.
4: And 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 I have and, to say, and, I watch you guys. I watch you. You know what I'm saying? Because that well, that because we had, well. that's like, how you know, we had
2: to get down. I mean,
4: you I, I have to watch. Like you know, do these people really care about me being HIV positive? You know what I'm saying? You know, I know that I know they taking in that she's a trans woman and and taking it in and and you know accepting it. But do they really care? Because a lot of us still don't think that people care about what we
2: what we're doing. Right. You know? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, oh, we, we are and- still trying to we're still breaking that stigma. It's out there, but we're still fighting. We're still fighting. You're behind them.
1: And we will also have dinner that night. So
2: we're
1: mm-hmm. gonna. We're going to provide some food
0: so you can leave happy and full.
2: Some fiddles.
0: Sean, Sean's <laughs> going to sneak in the oxtail.
2: For oh, okay. First, I don't
0: know what that's a reference to. You haven't been with us for this whole time. So go back. Go back and listen to this whole interview. Um, some fiddles. So before, before we go, because our time is winding down, I also want to ask, everyone on this call. So the show grew out of um, how artists and creatives and sort of culture makers were living in, in the COVID-19 pandemic. And the, that pandemic is still with us. I would say um, the HIV and AIDS epidemic in a very different way is still with us. Um, so how are you all taking care of yourselves as well as you do this work?
1: vacation meditation
4: <laughs> vacation meditation and a therapist.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yes. Number everyone one. should be in therapy. I tell people that Number all especially one. women, but everyone should be in therapy. Yes.
1: I agree. Yes, that's the first thing because you have to be healthy in order to help somebody and be effective. And, doing- I, and
2: and and you and, and you do ha- you do have to seek uh, a lot of supervision. Uh, yeah. When you're doing these uh, uh, these uh, positions, uh, because the patients, I mean, they come with everything.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: you know, um, so you never know what you you know you might be uh, unpacking one day. Um, so you know, you have to be able to um, uh, have a debrief uh, yourself uh, so that you will be able uh, to be safe you know in your mind and you know and and behold when you know you get home and do your thing i think a lot of what helps me is you know my groundedness to the mission mm-hmm. you know because i know why i'm here yeah. um and uh when people when 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 people get slick and threaten my job I tell them I don't I'm not I don't work for you. I know who I'm working for. Know. <laughs> know. And they don't understand, they you know, they don't understand what I'm saying, but I don't work for them. I okay. I work for the people that that's who I'm working for. And um so I I'm 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 around for a different reason. And, um, I'm not going anywhere. I will be around, you know, as much as I can. And I will help as much as I can because Mrs. Cofield, you know, it was really crazy. Mrs. Cofield, I mean, she snatched me out of, uh, New Haven family alliance. It was like, snap. She's like, come on. When you, when are you coming? (laughs) And I was and you know, next thing, you know, I was there and, you know, um, we really did some 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 really uh, terrific work. I learned a lot there, and and I'm and I, she is she is sorely missed. Yeah. Um, but the fruits of her labor, the fruits of her work, is what I think um, is most rewarding to see right now. So mm-hmm. I, I wanna um, I wanna thank you know you for for having me on uh, for me to even be able to articulate this um, because mm-hmm. this is therapeutic. Um, in and of itself, uh, to be able to uh, to say this. But um, again, to see people grow, to see uh, uh, it, uh, things go from one extreme uh, to a better extreme, even though we've had uh, uh, issues uh, along the way. Um, we've done some real good work in New Haven and I'm proud of what we've done.
0: Yeah. Stefan Jenkins, I'm going to bring it to you. How are you taking care of yourself?
6: Well, I spend a lot of time by myself. That's number one, which I love because I get to write. I'm an author, so I do a lot of writing. That's very therapeutic for me. I um, create, so I'm a graphic designer. That's very, you know, uh, therapeutic for me. and. Getting, you know, just taking self care, just taking that those times um, to be alone and to, you know, uh, let it all out and then start. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: I know one of the things that I do is like, I think I'm a fabulous singer. People might not believe it. So when I'm home, that's. That's one of the You know, I think I sing soprano. My father said, "No, Tina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear you sing now. <laughs> that's oh, it's
4: so good! But I, I do that, and I have a network of people, like you know, that um right. call me on my stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that's healthy. Like you know, like sometimes in this, we think I, you know for myself. Sometimes I think some. Oh, this person did this, and then I have to think about okay, what part did you play? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, and how did how could you how how could you make it better? So, I have like that. Like I said, I sing, um, I get therapy. I have a network, and I talk to other people that would like minds, so that way to make sure that I'm kind of I'm on track of what I'm supposed to, and in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and Colin, I don't want to forget about you.
3: Oh, I, music is, um, I'm a writer musically, um, and then I'm also do case management as well. But um, for me, it's those success stories and also that I see that helps me as well as um, the music that, uh, musically writing and, uh, you know, involved engaging in that. I think, as I said earlier, music is uh, uh, therapeutic in and of itself. Um, it, it can help you. I mean, I, I had uh, one once um, an interview for a position at Stanford Hospital as a music therapist um, and for people dealing with Alzheimer's. And it was interesting mm-hmm. to see that, how they respond to music. They may not be able to have a conversation to with mm-hmm. you, but when they hear something that's from their era, it brings back something in, um, to them and they are able to, to communicate and they start to be, be, you know, be able to sing. Uh, my father passed away almost two years now mm. and he dealt with that, but sure. he was a preacher. And it was interesting how one, one morning uh, he, you know he's a pastor, but we were all on a family call and that particular morning we were talking and he began to preach a sermon as though we, you know, we started quoting scriptures. But what scripture and preaching sermon and what for that for that moment, that was the man that we knew. He was also the man we knew anyway. But the man that we knew in terms of here he is being able to do what he loved to do, and he's done so for so many years. So there's so many things that can can uh, resonate. And music is one of the things I think for for people, for me anyway, that uh, keeps me it keeps me uh, you know keeps me happy, keeps me uh, it's therapeutic for me as well. Even though you write it, sometimes you write about what you are dealing with, mm-hmm. or, you, or what you, or what you see, and uh, so it's, it's therapeutic for me in that regard.
0: Absolutely, I um, I wanna thank everyone. We're about out of time, but I wanna remind listeners, if you're just joining us or if you've been with us for this, uh, this period of time, we've been talking about an upcoming celebration in honor of World AIDS Day it's on December 2nd at 6 p.m. at 266 Shelton Avenue. Andrea Daniel Singleton, I'm gonna ask you, how can folks find out more about this event? And make and make sure they show up. Get your butt there.
1: So uh, I have distributed the flyers to almost every agency, and I yeah. had conversations with either case managers or program directors. And yeah. it was uh, also sent out to the Ryan White Consortium. Yeah. So it has it's out there and it's jumping. And I just invite everybody, just come on. Just come on. It's going to be a blast. We're just going to smile. That's what I want to do. I want to smile and That's what we need to do. That's what
0: I'm Mm -hmm. here for. Absolutely. I want to thank everyone for taking the time. We've been on here. We've had a wonderful discussion. And I will see all of you beautiful people, I hope, on December 2nd at 6 p.m. Thank you all so much. And have a beautiful night. We are pre-recording this before okay. Thanksgiving. So I hope everyone has a beautiful, safe, and happy Thanksgiving as well.
1: Yeah. You as well. All right. Thank you too. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Good night, everybody. You. Hope Good tonight, night, everybody.
1: Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night.